Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're going to give our full preview for the Sunday afternoon games to round out round five. We had three games last night, really enjoyed all of them. Plenty of points that were scored. Didn't quite go as I anticipated them to, if I'm honest with you, a few of them. Uh, but still some cracking games. The Manly-Newcastle game, I did not see a 32-all draw coming. Um, I, I don't know which team would be happy, which team would be upset with this result. I thought that... I thought Manly would win and win well, and I thought after the first 10 minutes could get really ugly. Newcastle fought their way into it, and then they really got over the top of the Manly Seagulls. So based on the first 10 to 15 minutes, if I'm Manly, I'm filthy. I'll let that game go. But the Newcastle Knights, the way that they fought their way back into that, I think that Newcastle would also be filthy um, that they let Manly get back into this one in the second half. Dom Young obviously got dropped last week, scored four consecutive tries for the Newcastle Knights. Incredible in this game. Um, a wild, wild one that went to extra time. The time ran out, 32 all. And I'll tell you what, the most interesting thing about this game now is the way that it impacts the ladder. Because now you have a couple of teams, Manly, for example, and Newcastle, obviously, who are on uneven points. And that can be the best thing or it can be the worst thing. It sort of throws your for and against out the window. So very interesting to see how that impacts uh, those two sides. Manly, their for and against doesn't matter anymore. Uh, even though it's really good, uh, it doesn't matter anymore as far as trying to get a top eight, top four berth. And same for Newcastle. If they're in the range of making the top eight, Unreal that their for and against might not matter anymore because they have conceded um, a fair whack of points, realistically. So, uh, yeah, pretty wild uh, how that one played out. I did not see that coming at all. Um, then the Dragons, 38-12 to 12 over the Dolphins. Look, the Dragons were the favourites. I genuinely thought the Dolphins were going to win. I thought that they'd be able to overcome the guys that were out. But the Dragons, they were very good. Uh, I do feel a little bit sorry for the Dolphins, uh, obviously missing the guys that were out and whatnot. But credit to the Dragons. They got the job done. A really good win there. Benny Hunt, outstanding as per usual. Um, he, he was fantastic. Just, just a really good all-round win by the Dragons. So they've got two wins to start the season, which is fantastic. I think a lot of people probably had them only winning four or five games. So the Dragons, once again, 
overachieving uh, based on people's standards. Uh, we then had the Broncos, who absolutely demolished the West Tigers once again. I thought that the scoreline uh, complemented the Tigers, to be honest with you. I thought Brisbane were the better team by far and away, and this I genuinely thought this was going to get out to like 60 or so during parts of this game. Tigers hung in the contest in the second half, but... I just don't know how many positives you can take from that. Tim Sheen's making a joke in their post-game press conference about hopefully they can beat the bye in a couple of weeks. Personally, if I was a West Tigers fan listening to my head coach making those sort of jokes, I would be fucking beside myself. Um, just another example of what the of just of just asking what the hell is going on at this franchise. I just have no idea. I'm not sure if they're improving. I think they got Parramatta next week who despite not having a fantastic record, uh, have been playing 10 times better than the Tigers over the last few weeks. So that'll be next Monday. That'll be Easter Monday. So very interesting uh, clash there. But let's get into the games this afternoon. Uh, two crackers that I'm really looking forward to. We've got the Sharkies at 4.05 p.m. taking on the New Zealand Warriors from Points Bet Stadium. Sharkies, obviously pretty short favourites here at $1.34. The Warriors, uh, they're out to about $3.30. I actually thought they drifted a little bit further just having a look on sports, but they're actually out to $4 now uh, live with sports bet. So I think a lot of that has to do with the um, the injury of Torhu Harris that he's been ruled out with, got ruled out late yesterday afternoon. So $4 for the Warriors there. Uh, look, the Warriors are a hard side to predict at the moment. They've been so impressive to start this season. I think we've all been really proud and really impressed with how the Warriors have gone. But this is the game where it sort of all gets really tested. And I'm keen to see how they go. I'm not riding the Warriors off here. I do think the Sharkies win, uh, but I hope the Warriors put in a good performance. Tohu Harris out really hurts them. Uh, obviously, Tomato Martin out as well, but Ronald Volkman does come in. Who would I rather have? Tomato Martin, don't get me wrong, but I think Volkman, he's been playing fantastic footy in reserve grade, and I think he will be in for a good game here. Obviously, the guy we're all talking about, Nico Hines, especially if you are a super coach owner. I brought him in this week. I have captained him. People took Nath Cleary's 124, which I think was fair play. People Captain Turbo, we finished with 100 updates. Might get him to about 120. We'll see. So two very good options there, but I'm really hoping that Nico can put in a another 10 out of 10 performance here and go big because it would make Supercoach very, very interesting this week if Nico was the guy to pick in the last game of the week. Let's go through the team list for this one. The Sharkies at fullback, Will Kennedy on the wing, Sione Katoa and Ronaldo Mulatalo. I think I saw on NRL Roast the other day that both Katoa and Mulatalo have played 68 first grade games. Both have scored 48 tries. So the race to 50 tries between these two is really starting to heat up. Jesse Ramian and Sifatalakai in the centres. Matty Moylan in the six. Nico Hines in the seven. Toby Rudolph up front with Hamlin Wele and Blake Braley in the nine. In their back row, Britton Nicola, Teague Wilton and Dale Finucane locks the scrum in the 13. Their bench, Cam McInnes, Royce, the choice, Hunt, Jack Williams and Braden Trindle returns this week as well. On their extender, got Sam Stonestreet and Tommy Hazelden. I'm not expecting any changes to this Sharky side. Then they will run out as they have been named. Now, a couple of changes to this Warriors side. Tomato Martin out, Torhu Harris out. Uh, a couple of big losses there. We'll go through their side. Chance at fullback. Ed Cossey 
on one wing, Marcelo Montoya on the other side, Valia and Adam Pompey in the centres. Ronald Volkman comes in to replace Tomato Martin in the sixth partner, Sean Johnson in jersey seven at halfback. Up front, Adam Fanua, Blake and Bunty Arfoa. Wade Egan wears nine. He's the skipper in this game. Jackson Ford on the left edge, Morata Neocore on the right. And Dill Walker, he comes in to play in the 13 role, uh, replacing Tohu Harris. Big game for Dill Walker. He's going to have to do a lot of work there, and he's had a few too many errors in his game over the last few weeks, in my opinion. Love Dill, love him as a footballer, love him as a signing here, uh, but he definitely needs to clean up a few things in his game if the Warriors are to win today. Their bench, Bailey Sirenen, Jazz Tavanga, Tom Ali, and Josh Curran comes on into the side in Jersey 18. Great to see Josh Curran back in the team. Really can't put my finger on why he isn't regularly in the team. All I can you know, come up with is that it must be a personality thing. I'm not sure. There have been rumors for a while about him having a little bit of a rift with Sean Johnson. Uh, So maybe that could be it. I'm really not sure, but I find it bizarre that a guy like Josh Curran isn't playing first grade week in, week out. Their extended bench, Freddie Lussick and Tor Picky, the uh, fullback that made his debut a couple of weeks ago, killed it for the Bears in Queensland Cup last year. Very, very impressive young footballer. That is your Warriors and your Sharky side kicking off at 4.05 p.m. this afternoon from Points Bet Stadium, Shark Park. Uh, it is a little bit wet today in Sydney. I believe it's meant to clear up this afternoon. We do love Nico with a bit of wet hair, though. So I think at Shark Park there, I think the Sharkies put on a bit of a show this afternoon. But this is where the Warriors can really show what they're about. They've impressed us so far this year. uh, But I think this is where they can really stand up and show us uh, what they're capable of doing. Andrew Webster, I think he's been... One of the most underrated signings in the offseason, I really do, coming from the Penrith Panthers. Very, very impressive. I love the direction the Warriors are heading in. They seem to finally be a collective heading in one direction, which we haven't seen for quite some time from the Warriors. And I just love, you know, he's getting the best out of Ed Cossey, Valia, Montoya, SJ, uh, I think AFB is playing good footy. Jackson Ford's just gone to another level. He's getting the very best out of a lot of guys. So this will be a game that I think the Warriors will look at to see where they're really at. They've been impressive. They've been proud of their achievements. But if they are to give this competition a shake this year and play some finals footy, these are the sort of games that, you know what, I'm not going to be upset if the Warriors don't win this one, but they have to compete in this one and they have to stay with the Sharkies, who we know uh, if you let the Sharkies get away, they'll put 40 points on you very, very quickly. So it'll be a good game this afternoon. Really, really looking forward to this one. Uh, just came to watch Nico Hines run around again. I get to sit on the right side of the fence this week as an owner, which is great to be one of those. Finally, finally woke up and joined the rest of you. Now, anytime try scorers. I thought I'd just go through last night as well, because if you followed her anytime try scorers, I think you would have picked up a bit of coin last night. So we had Tom Trevojevic who didn't score. We had Ruben Garrick, Olakowatu, Brad Parker, all of those guys scored. Uh, Parker at $1.53, Olakowatu $2.20, Brad Parker at $3. We tipped DCE, he didn't score. Bradman Best at $3.45. He had that try taken off him, which I personally could not believe. And if I was Newcastle... I would be absolutely fucking filthy at that. Uh, I thought it was a try for all money. So Bradman Best, I think we got unlucky there as well. He was the only guy we tipped for a try uh, from the Newcastle Knights. We we should have probably tipped Dom Young just quietly. Got four meaties, which is great to see. But Bradman Best, very unlucky at $3.45. For the Dolphins, uh, we had Jack Bostock, who went over the line but didn't score. JMK, who didn't. Mason Teague, who didn't. Zach Lomax, we got him from the St. George of the Royal Dragons at $2.90. We also got Jermaine Osako at $1.90. 
Then the Brisbane game, I think we picked up a few anytime try scorers here, as we should have. Um, you know, a big win there, 46 points to 12. I think our main one we tipped was Jordan Ricky uh, at $4. He scored a double in this one, I believe. Jordan Ricky was killing it. Yeah, two tries, Jordan Ricky, so great to see. We had Herbie Farmworth who crossed. We had Selwyn Cobbo who crossed. Both of those guys were pretty short. We had Ezra Mam who I thought was going to score for all money, dropped the ball at the last second there. So that was a tough little one. But, uh, yeah, if you got on our anytime try scorers last night, uh, I think you would have done pretty well for yourself just quietly. So very nice. I had uh, I had a multi on – I think I mentioned it the other night. I had a multi on Friday night where I took Nathan Cleary into Zach Hosking, and that got up, and then I missed a multi of uh, Campbell Graham, Cam Munster, Cody Walker. I've got it in my phone. Missed it by a matter of seconds to get that bet on. It cost me about 600 so that was a stinger. Um, yeah, didn't actually come home with any same-game multi yesterday. I fell one leg short. I fell a Tom Travojevic short of a $29 multi, a, a Tommy Turbo try of a $29 multi, so that was a stinger yesterday. We'll see how we go today. It's always the way, though, guys. You are always more likely to lose. Um, you're always going to lose more than what you win. That is the reality of it. All right, my any time try scorers for this Sharkies game. Guys that I'm looking at here, uh, the halfback, Nico Hines, didn't score last week despite having a 10 out of 10 game. I think he'll cross today at $3.50. Teague Wilton, one of my boys that I absolutely love, $3.90 there, always value in Wilton. And Jesse Ramian on that right side. I think Ramian and Britton Nakora, two guys you should really be having a look at. Uh, Je- Jesse Ramian, so strong, so powerful on that good edge. Uh, doesn't pass the ball. He will always run first. So always love Jesse Ramian, $2.50. Britton Nakora outside of uh, Nico Hines. Their combo has been fantastic so far. $2.85, a little bit shorter than what I would like. I'd probably take Teague Wilton's $3.90 over Britton Nicker's $2.85, but those are the guys I'm looking at. As far as the Warriors go... Uh, Marcelo Montoya, $2.20. Always really, really like the value of Montoya. Anything over twos, I think you take it. The Warriors do send do tend to send up a lot of attack down there. I think Volkman will create a little bit down that edge as well, so I like him there. Uh, my other one is my boy Jackson Ford, $7.25. That is way too overs. Uh, he's got Volkman on that edge who will create opportunities for him. There's just too much value there in $7.25. The other one I think you should keep an eye on, Dill Walker, $6.50, playing big minutes. His leg speed through the middle will really trouble the Sharkies, but I'm just not convinced how many points the Warriors score realistically in this one. So I'd be going heavy Sharkies here. I do think they win, and I think they win well in this one. All right, let's move to the late game. We've got the Canterbury Bulldogs taking on the North Queensland Cowboys from out there at a core stadium in Homebush. Myself and Timmy Williams will be at this one. So if you see us, come and say hello, come and say hi, come and have a beer with us. I have no idea what the result's going to be in this one. The market at the moment, $1.90 Canterbury, $1.89 for the Cowboys. That just says how tight this one is. I guess you can call the Cowboys favourites there. Uh, Viliami Kikau. He has been ruled out of this one, uh, which makes life very, very hard for Canterbury. And I think that might have, yeah, actually, it, it, it's now $1.90 each, these two. So wild. Uh, Viliami kick out. He had a concussion at training. It's actually going to rule him out for two weeks. So, well, t- two games anyway, this game and the next. So that's a really tough pill to swallow for the Canterbury Bulldogs. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see over the years how it changes with how much training 
uh, teams do and how much contact they do at training and whatnot. Really interesting. Let's have a look at the team list, though. Hayes Perham at fullback for Canterbury. Jacob Kiraz and Josh Adokar on the wings. Avrilo and Paul Alamotti in the centres. Matty Burton in the six. Kyle Flanagan in the seven. Max King and Ryan Sutton up front with Reid Marnie in the nine. Jacob Preston and Raymond Fitala Mariner on the edges. With Corey Waddell locking up, locking the scrum at 13, wouldn't be surprised if you see Corey Waddell play edge and Raymond Fitala Mariner uh, stick to his usual role of a bit of a middle forward. 14, how fucking good is this? The grub, Josh Reynolds, he returns to Canterbury today uh, in first grade. Cannot wait to watch Josh Reynolds. I'm actually stoked I'm going to be at this one. Frank Pele on the bench with Jaden Ockenbaugh and Curtis Morin comes in in jersey 20. Looks like decent minutes there for Frank the Tank Pele. We love to see that. Their extended bench, they've got Brady Burns and Jackson Topanay. I'm not expecting any changes to this Canterbury side. For the Cowboys, Tommy Chester still at fullback. I think Drinkwater's back next week. Kyle Felt on one wing. Brendan Elliott on the other side comes in to replace Murray Tuolungi. Uh, Val Holmes in the centres with Peter Hiku. Peter Hiku comes, returns to replace Shibasaki. Tommy Jeden in the six. Chatty Townsend in the seven. Jordan McLean up front with Griffin Neen. Reese Robson in the nine. The edges, Cohen Hess and Hyam Lukey. Lukey obviously replacing Nanai. And then Jason Taumalolo locking the scrum in Jersey 13. Their bench, Jake Granville, Mitch Dunn, Jermaine to Noor Brown and Riley Price. Riley Price making his first grade debut tonight against the club uh, that his father was famous for representing the Canterbury Bulldogs. Great to see, obviously, his father. Didn't play in the 2004 NRL Grand Final, but was the sk- the skipper and lifted the trophy at the end. One of the great Canterbury Bulldogs of all time. Uh, on their bench, you got Zach Labar. Great to see him floating around still. And our boy, Taniela Sadrugu. I'd love to see him give an opportunity. I don't think tonight will be the night, but I think he is a guy with a heap of ability and one to watch in the future. Where do I see this one going? Honestly, I've got no idea which way this game's going to go. I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be an absolute cracker. Result-wise, though, I honestly have no idea. I think Viliama Kikau out for Canterbury really hurts them. A trip down to Sydney for the Cowboys, far from ideal. Scott Drinkwater out. They just look like such a different footy side without him, but... They've got Chad. They've got Dearden. They've got the pack to be able to compete. They're obviously missing Ruben Cotter, which really fucking sucks. But the Bulldogs missing a fair whack of forwards themselves through Viliami Kikau, Luke Thompson, these sort of guys. I'm looking forward to the hooker clash, Reid Marnie and Reese Robson. Um, really love watching both of them as footballers. Very keen to see Hylam Lukey in this side on the on the edge. I know Nanai's had an unbelievable 18 months or so, but I really do think that Lukey could explode as well and be a real talent. Um, look, I have no idea which way this game's going to go, and I'd be lying to you guys if I said that I did know. Uh, I'm really excited to see Josh Reynolds come off the bench. Uh, for Franklin Pelle, we need him to play some minutes for Supercoach players, especially those of you that looped Nico Hines, or maybe you looped Turbo, whatever you did. Uh, if you need uh, all your AEs to do well, Franklin Pelle is probably the one you're most nervous about. When I look at this bench, I sort of think, fuck, surely he has to play 30 minutes here. Um, so fingers crossed he does. Might get a HIA somewhere, which might pull... Um, which might push, sorry, Franklin Pelle into big minutes, Frank the Tank. So one to keep an eye on there. Anytime try scorers in this game. Uh, look, I wouldn't be betting on the result. I'd be going for some ATS guys here. Kiraz, $2.15. Anything over $2 for Kiraz, too good. I'd be taking that. Jacob Preston, we're going to go him again. We love him every single week. He's a try scoring back rower. He will score plenty this year, and you will collect plenty. If he's ever at $5 and above, get on Jacob Preston. So I'll have him in there. 
outside of that, no one's really jumping out at me. I think Hayes Perham has been improving over the last few weeks. Jacob, Jake Avrillo, always decent. I was keen to get on Josh Reynolds, but he's at $3.50. That's just a little bit too short for me when he's coming off the bench. But wouldn't it just be rugby league poetry and so fucking typical if Josh Reynolds' first game back in first grade, he scores there. I think Reid Marnie, six twenty five, not bad value there either. I think his running game's been really nice so far. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Uh, when I look at the Cowboys, Kyle Felt, uh, you know, loves this ground. This is where he scored his famous try in the grand final. $2.15, that's probably overs for Kyle. Val Holmes, two fifty five, always good value there. Hylam Lukey, I thought he'd be into the fours. He's three dollars ninety, so I don't mind it. But I really, I really, really do like him. I did think you'd get about four fifty for him though, if I'm honest. But Hylam Lukey, I do like him in this one to score a try. My man, I'm going to take though is Tommy Dearden, four dollars ninety. Um, I think it's going to be a wet, pretty tight game down here in Sydney today. I think he's going to run quite a bit. Uh, I'm really, really looking forward to watching Tommy Dearden play this afternoon. I love watching him. He's one of my underrated favorite players in this competition. So Tommy Dearden, $4.90. He's my value guy there. If I was going to chat together a little multi this afternoon, I would go Tom Dearden into Jacob Preston. $4.90, $5.30. I like those two this afternoon. You get really, really good value there for two really quality footballers. And if you are looking to throw someone else on top, I would be going for Jacob Kiraz at $2.15. If he gets a half opportunity, they will not be able to stop him. All right, guys, that is our preview for the Sunday afternoon games today. Enjoy your footy. Myself and Timmy, we will be out at the Canterbury Bulldogs versus North Queensland Cowboys game. So if you see us around, come and say hi. Come and have a beer. Uh, we'll be always down for a chat. A bit of Supercoach talk, hopefully. We'll sort of know where Nico Hines is at by that point. So I'm sure there'll be plenty of banter going around. Going to be unreal. If you're out there, come and say hi, guys. Enjoy your Sunday afternoon footy. And tomorrow we'll have all of our reviews from this weekend coming your way.